Jake Simons. Jake Simons. Jake Simons. Ooh, boy. You are so lucky this is audio only because if people could see how you act, it would be... In, I don't know what people would say. Yeah. You could say I was acting up. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do this shit right now, man. I'm, I'm a no mood for fucking today. <laughs> you uh, were that, fucking with me okay. before this podcast. I'm not allowed to do it now. That's fine. Hey, mm-hmm. episode seven, Fright Night. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses. Hey, shout out Marlene Mendoza. That's Marlene Mendoza there. Um, you were just saying she's going on tour, Dusty. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I... um picked this as our opening track today um yeah she just announced on her instagram she's gonna be doing like uh i think it's all in it's uh, i got the dates right here so it starts on march 15th till the 26th and they're they're going all she's going all over the place with uh another one that we all a lot of people in the community know uh living dead girl oh yeah yeah they're going on tour together which super sick hey we didn't even plan this it's almost oh oh, wow producers it ties in with Rob Zombie living. That's kind of yep. crazy. Full circle. That, right that there. Act is really funny. And it, I realized it after I like I pulled it up and I was like, oh, yeah, they're going on tour. And then it all hit. And I was like, this actually works out perfect. There, there's a lot of synergy here. This is interesting. So Marlene Mendoza. So uh, we started streaming. God, I started streaming right when the pandemic happened mm-hmm. in, in uh, 2020. Which I can't believe that's three years ago. Hey, you guys cool yeah. if I leave Marlene in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. I like it. Yeah, keep it playing. Um we started streaming on uh, Twitch mm-hmm. and we were looking for unsigned artists for Blackcraft. And Marlene, she had a song called Not Afraid She Submitted. We were just listening, yep. a bit. we were just vibing, you know, just, just fucking checking out and stuff and, and hanging out. And I remember hearing this track and there was a couple other bands I heard and I was like, damn, like there really is so many amazing unsigned mm-hmm. artists out there. So I agree. It, it, this is just full circle now. And then Living Dead Girl, Rob Zombie, House with Thousand Corpses. Episode seven. This is episode seven. Bright night. We're doing a really good job. We're still in the first month and we're already knocking out our seventh episode. So yeah. When did we start? Did we start on the first? I think the second. The second. Yeah. yeah the second of January. So we're doing good. Yeah. We're doing great. I'm, I'm really oh, yeah. excited. And we just, there, there's a lot of horror movies coming out this year too. So yeah. we're definitely going to be keeping a lookout on that. But I am pretty stoked, as I re- uh, recalled, I'm the one that actually chose House of a Thousand Corpses for this episode. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about Rob Zombie. I know you want to talk a little bit about Rob Zombie. I got a lot of shit I want to talk about today. Yeah, we got a lot to open up with before we get into the movie. So we got got, got a lot to talk about. Actually, before we talk about our relationships with House of a Thousand Corpses, what is your relationship with Rob Zombie, Bobby? And you, Dusty, after Bobby talks. Um, I mean, fuck, there's a lot. There's, uh, I mean, Rob Zombie was one of the first albums I've ever had in my life. Yep. Uh, seeing his sta- like seeing his music videos, I remember like Dragula, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I remember White Zombie. Yep, yeah. Just everything about like, I, you know, I didn't know too much about White Zombie. I was a little too young, mm-hmm. but I knew more about Rob Zombie. You yeah, know, to Sabbath and Rob Zombie and Metallica and Manson and Slipknot, and all that shit. I the thing that I loved the most about Rob Zombie, yeah, was his style. I thought his style was like the coolest fucking thing in the world, and then. I loved horror movies. Yeah. So all of his imagery and everything was, yeah. was it, it was like exactly like what I wanted to be. He had a vibe. He did. He definitely had a vibe. He, uh, he did. Even stolen a day. Oh, t- dude. Straight up. I'm, I'm going to put this on fucking record. I got to see Rob Zombie. I know two times for a fact, possibly three. can't remember in the past two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think it's more than like three or four. Was it, was it three or four? Yeah. I saw him quite We've a bit in the past three years. At, just at Inc. We've seen him twice 
No. There. Didn't he play both years in a row, I think? I don't think so. Just that first year? I think year. just the first year, because the and first then, year I lost my fucking mind. I was yeah. like, <laughs> first year I saw Rob Zombie. That was the first time I probably saw him play since, like, uh, to be honest with you, probably like an Ozfest. Amazing live know. show, by the way. Dude. Yeah. I never, I've never heard a group sound so fucking good live. John Five is, like, one of my favorite guitar players, so I'm super bummed to see him not with the band, but he's with Motley Crue now. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I fucking just love Rob Zombie. I think what he has built, you know, from music to movies to just, I love him and uh, his wife's relationship. I just, yeah. I just love everything about the guy, man. I, I just really, really respect what he's built, what he's done. I'm looking forward to what he's going to continue to do. All of his albums I fucking love. So I'm excited. That's yeah. exciting. What about you, Dusty? Yep. I Same thing. Grew mm-hmm. up. Always knew of him. I remember always going through my mom's CD collection seeing Rob Zombie in there all the time and just thinking like how sick the the album covers for his music oh, was. His yeah. art was always so insane. They were sick. Like I always remember like looking at his and Marilyn Manson's like album covers because they yeah. were just always so like fucking out there and amazing. Loved them. So obviously knew the music way before this movie. Yeah. So uh I was in once I saw it. I was like horror movies like his style, you know, he kind of has like if horror movie was a person, but yeah. in music, that's kind of like what you picture is Rob Zombie. Totally. That's so cool. I think my first memory, and this is actually kind of weird because I don't think I've actually seen any of his music videos at this point in my life, but I do remember playing the game Twisted Metal 3. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Was, and what I, was, was uh, Rob Zombie And I think it? there was like two Rob Zombie, uh, Rob Zombie songs on the soundtrack of that video game, and they would play it all the time while I was playing yep. Twisted Metal. I don't know if it was Twisted Metal 2 or 3, but I definitely heard his music on that video game. Yeah, that makes sense. And then my, as I uh, started like watching MTV and stuff, like, and I saw his music videos, and I was like, damn, this guy definitely has a vibe. Definitely know that song now, because yep. I didn't know what the name of it was before when I was playing the video game. And um, Was it Dragula? Was that what was on I, I think it was Living Dead Girl and oh, Dragula. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like two songs. And Fact check that shit real quick. I do. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't have a computer. But um, what's cool about Rob Zombie with me is that one, I at the time, I didn't know he directed his own music videos. And so when I overheard there being a conversation, I think this was when I was in high school, somebody was talking about how Rob Zombie directed a movie, like a horror film, and it was called A House of a Thousand Corpses. I was like, I totally want to see it because of just how his music videos were. Yeah. And I thought, man, this has to be really freaking gnarly. Yeah. And we're talking like, what, 2003? This huh? is a while ago. Oh my gosh, 20 years. It's 20 this years. It, it's yep. funny because in the movie, uh, there's a scene where there's a TV on at the house. Uh-huh. And the Munsters are playing. And, you know, Rob Zombie just did the Munsters that, for Netflix. And 20 years later, it's just so, it's so, so weird. Yeah. That's cool to see. And yeah. he's always had a huge appreciation for that franchise as well. Yeah. Yep. So he had music in Twisted Metal 3 and 4. What 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 song? Super Beast and uh, Meet the Creeper. Meet the Creeper. And then in 4, it was... Super Beast again, but a different mix of it. And then Dragula also. Okay, gotcha. so Dragula I had correct. I don't remember playing Twisted Metal 4. I didn't even know there was a God, Twisted, Twisted Metal, Metal was so sick. I always had that clown car yep. with the ice did. cream truck. Yep. Fucking, you know what I'm talking about? I did Twisted Metal Black. I always played Spectre, which was that like white sports car. I, I don't remember. And I, rem- I remember Twisted Metal Black being so morbid and dark and all the characters were just yeah. really grim and had like horrific backstories. I, rem- I remember loving that video game. Damn. Twisted Metal on PlayStation was pretty 
superior. Damn. It okay. really was. I forgot about Twisted Metal. Hold <laughs> up. I'm so going to Google <laughs> Twisted Metal real quick. Yeah. Type in Twisted Metal Black. I remember that being my right. favorite, and it was just so dark. It was so dark. Oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, th- I His remember name that is Sweet Tooth, co- right? Sweet the tooth. clown. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what a This game. shit hit different, dude. They did bring that franchise back. I would buy that in a heartbeat. It was released in 2001, which is so weird because wow. to think about I'll tell you what's weird about time is this game to me feels like it came out like legit 40 years ago. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> even alive, like but it feels ago. like, but house of a thousand corpses does not feel like it came out that long ago. No. Why is that? It doesn't. And actually even upon my rewatch uh, of the movie for this podcast, I was kind of impressed with how aesthetically it looks still fairly new. Dude. I, I literally was thinking that, holy shit, there is a twisted, metal sweet tooth shirt in stock right now for sale where <laughs> it's on it's on grailed it's a, it's an app like where you could buy that's where i buy all my vintage tees from yeah take a guess at how much money you think the twisted metal shirt goes it's for. probably 750 wait oh it's a vintage like it's it, actual it's, original it's, it's an original oh shit uh probably over a thousand maybe i feel like people would eat you know well, i don't know i Six, don't know 695 that's a lot that's still a lot. i was close i said 750 I Yo, mean, there's a black tea, bro. Damn. That shit hits different. Oh, dude, that image is iconic, too. Oh, my God, dude. Damn, you're throwing it back. So if you're, I, if you're listening <laughs> and you're in our Discord, let us know uh, who remembers Twisted Metal. Like, I definitely remember Twisted Metal. Yo, and, I oh, want fucking Twisted Metal tea, dude. Damn, and, you really about to make yeah. me drop like fucking... God damn it, bro! All right, let's see. Let's I, think see what's fa- up. I think my favorite character was Axel. It was the guy in between. Which he was the guy like spread up between two massive tires, and he stood up. I don't oh, type in. I don't remember type that. in Axel, and he yeah. and I think his power move was like this: bi- a, a, a circular explosion around him that makes people like pop up into yeah. the air and stuff like that. Dude, there's one on here for two fifty. Well, I mean, it's not terrible. Ninety nine Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I really about to buy this fucking Twisted Metal tea. God damn, that's why I don't fucking shop online. Sorry, yeah, I'm glad I brought up Twisted Metal because I feel yeah. like that was a yeah, good no, idea. That was, that was, that was <laughs> before we get back into this, I know there was a little bit you wanted to unpack more that kind of, you know, it all, like we you always say, you know, feeds yeah. the ecosystem. That's kind of how we're here with this episode. And we pick Marlene, which is on tour with Living Dead Girl, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Yeah. leads back into the movie. But yeah. anyways. I mean, there's, <laughs> look, look. <laughs> Look, there's so much to unpack on this episode. I don't I don't even really know how I want to unpack it, to be honest with you. Like I've had so many emotions this past like since last like Wednesday or so, last Thursday. And uh, you know, as you know, I left Twitch. I left uh I left our Twitch show. That was, you know, it was kind of heartbreaking a little bit because, you know, that was really three years yeah. of of us building that channel. And I think the part that fucking hurts the most was the unsigned artist shit was like all my idea yeah Yeah. and seeing it work after people said it wouldn't work and it fucking worked and it's really the only fucking thing that like (laughs) dude you built that you should be really proud of that i i am i'm a little bummed on how everything kind of unfolded and and you know me leaving twitch i guess if you will but, you know, for, for me with 2023, it was all about consistency. And it was for me, man, this is the year where I'm not getting any fucking younger. Yeah. And there's, you know, all these days and hours and minutes away from my daughter. Cause I FaceTime her every day. I try to see her as much as I can. 
And, and really, I just kind of asked myself, I mean, like, like I said, it, it, you're going to be a little confused as I'm talking through this, but I, I the Twitch thing, there's so much to unpack with it. Um, it's kind of a bigger thing than what it seems like it is. So multiple parts to it. Yeah. I don't know how I really want to unpack that. I don't think I'm going to unpack that. Just <laughs> we don't yet. have to unpack it right yeah, I don't now. I'm just going to unpack it just yet, but, but over time, over time we'll unpack it. But you know, for me for 2023, I, I really, I feel like I've lost myself in the past. Well, I feel like COVID fucking rocked everybody, you know, it really did. It, it kind of made everyone kind of fucked up, but yeah, I don't know. So, something happened these past couple of years. And, and I just feel like shit has shifted a little bit where, I don't feel like I'm myself. I, you know, I, I find myself in these positions where I'm like, um, like everything seems 10 times harder than what it is, you know, like put on my yeah. fucking shoes seems so yeah. hard and brushing my teeth seems so hard. And you know, a lot of that is anxiety that, you know, we all go through, uh, or issue, you know, just your, it weighs on your head and it's getting older. Your family's getting older. My daughter's growing up faster. You know, there's, there's a lot of different things here, but I really just kind of slowed it down and really looked at it. And I was like, fuck, there's things in my life that I'm doing that I'm just not happy with, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. not happy with, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, I I've worked so hard to build what we've built. And I say that, you know, cause it's a team effort. I, I would not be where I'm at today without, you know, my partner, Jim and, you know, Jake and dusty and they'll, it's all, we're all team effort here. So I don't know, just 2023, I'm only going to do what the fuck I want to do. And no one's going to fucking tell me otherwise, you know what I'm like saying? It. Like that's, that's where the fuck I'm at. Like, yep. I'm not fucking building another media empire for anybody else. I want to build Blackcraft, And really, this is the year where, you know, being in DWP for the past two years with that Twitch show, I did get to learn a lot of amazing things from Danny Wimmer and Danny Hayes and those guys yeah. in there. I, I, yeah. got, I got to learn a lot. There, there was a lot of good shit that came from it. It, it actually made me find my passion again for Blackcraft. You know, doing mm-hmm. 10 years of doing, you know, the same thing everyone's different, but you get, you start getting burned out a little bit, you know, and for sure. And I'm not saying I got burned out from Blackcraft. I just got very like, I don't know. I was going through some dark times in my head with my daughter, just a lot of shit. No, you were, you're stretching mm. out and trying different avenues. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, because, because, you know, if you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur, you're looking to take a risk for me. I was like, I'm young. I got, I got, you know, some money saved up. Let me take some risk. Let me mm-hmm. see if these other thing hits. Cause fuck it. If they don't hit, I'm still okay. I know mm-hmm. financially I'm going to be okay. I mean, I would hate to be like 50 or 60 and look back and be like, damn, I wish I had tried that, you know? So yeah, yeah. To your point, that, that's a good shout. I, I was just trying some new things. Uh, I am very fucking proud of what we built on Twitch. We, we built, you know, literally the number one music show, which obviously with Twitch's help and, and stuff like that, but go look at the chat. The, the fucking, <laughs> yeah. the, the band show up, the fans show up. And to be honest with you, I feel like a lot of that shit kind of turned a little bit toxic. Um, but there's still so much good from it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, but anything's going to turn toxic like that. You know what I'm saying? Like at some point it's all going to, yeah, people are going to disagree and it's, it's just going to be, be a, a fucking thing. thing. And, and for me, I just want to do shit that I'm very passionate about and that I love. And you know, this, this podcast is a great fucking outlet because I do really appreciate horror movies. Yes. Horror movies scare the shit out of me but I really appreciate them. Yeah. I love the art. I've grew up loving horror movies. You know what I'm saying? But I'm excited, man. I feel like the future for Blackcraft has never been so bright. Like with, with this whole Blackcraft weed side of, of the division. Now the smoke Blackcraft side of things, I've never been so excited about that because it's something very meaningful to me, you know, like alcohol is fucking fucked up so much shit for me and so much of my friends shit. And, Look, I'm not shitting on anyone that drinks. It's cool. Like I fuck, it's dope. Whatever. But 
I just feel like weed has helped me so much and it's just something that's cool. And, and it's also an industry where there's no fucking alternative lifestyle brand doing what we're doing right now. And how I'm about to fucking, I, would, I was going to use the word penetrate, but it'll get dusty all excited. But mm, how we're about nice. to penetrate that market. There we go. Nice. That edible's kicking in, huh? A little bit. <laughs> oh yeah. You took an edible before this. <laughs> um, Wait till you find out you took one. I did not take one. Stop. So you think. Mm. Did you eat that cookie earlier? I did not eat that cookie. The moment you recommended it, I knew you were up to yeah. something. Well, good no, thing that was the wrong ones because we the right ones because we knew you'd go for them anyways. <laughs> just kidding. Dude. So, I, but no, I don't know, man. Just to you know, kind of end on that. I mean, I kind of wanted to go a different approach with it, but I think I want to wait to unpack a lot of it, you know, because yeah, honestly, in the Discord, there's been a lot of people reaching out and like bummed I left or whatever. But look, at the end of the day, fuck me fuck everyone just go support these bands you know that's yeah. that's really what the whole point about of this the music was. It was never about me getting fucking rich or what it was really just trying to build this fucking show yeah you know so hey we tried it we pitched it to some tv shows we got rejected uh actually one one station wanted but they were like we didn't have enough budget so that was cool kind of felt a little love but <laughs> yeah. hey look we we built something really fucking cool so I, i'm over it i'm fucking i'm good you know like I'm, I'm i learned a lot i'm thankful for a lot and uh yeah it, it, it's gonna be cool proud of you man yeah i'm really glad that you uh you let that all out too they hear you talk about that that yeah. really that really is inspirational you, you got to uh i saw some uh 666 club people in the discord had some questions yeah i figured maybe what we'll do is we'll do that in bonus land yeah let's do that we'll do that we'll do that in the after hour show for 666 club members only that's uh if you want to join the 666 club we're only gonna keep it open Honestly, I think I'm going to close on a Valentine's Day. Okay. Is when I think I want to close the second round of this. Yeah, sure. first, first round went quick. The second round is doing really well. I think I'm going to close it. So if you want to get in now, it's uh, blackcraftcult.com. Just search 666 Club and you'll see everything. You get a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you get to list, uh, listen to us uh, bullshit about our personal lives too and the bonus content and gift card giveaways. Gift card giveaways mm -hmm. and just talking about whatever yeah. interests us. And Discount I know, code. I know some people have been confused by it, so I'll just straighten it out here straighten um, it the fuck so out. A, a lot of people were like well what's my club number you guys are calling club numbers well when we did the first wave everyone was assigned a club number and that was for first wave only yep. so that sold out so there is no more uh club number when you do join but i do have a list that i continue to keep going and we will just randomly scroll until we say stop for the people that weren't assigned a number so that okay. those people can still win yeah, gift cool. cards. Too. I like it's that. just there won't be a number attached to it. But yeah, that's if we scroll and pick one or winner, like I will personally just send you the gift card through the email. I won't, won't even have to reach out. But that's for those people Perfect. that actually don't have a number that just Got get it. picked. You'll automatically just get one. Fair. So All right. I like that. End of that confusion. Housekeeping? <laughs> Are we good? Anything else on housekeeping? Uh, I, I don't know, Jake, you got anything? any other questions, thoughts, concerns, get them out now. Um, for me, I'm going to save my, what I want to save for the bonus content. Really? Wow. Cause you're talking about how, you know, you know, the pandemic, how it like got it. put people in a slump and I, I want to talk about that after. Hey, is it really fucking hot in here? Or is that that edible? Like real shit? I think it's, like, I'm don't fuck fine. I'm oh, always that's fine. not good. Don't tell me that because you got a jacket on. I got a jacket up. on. It is like chilly in here. My feet are cold. Yeah, it's you, oh, man. No. <laughs> are you really cold? Sweating bullets. Soon. Are you cold? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Dusty, you have a long sleeve on. Are you, you cold? You guys do this every uh, episode. My toes are cold, but my upper half's warm. <laughs> I am on fucking fire. <laughs> your Usually face is I'm freezing here. Why is your so face red? Good. Don't freak me out, bro, because we'll have to end this show fucking early. I'll be fucking to the ER. <laughs> 
fun. All right, let's do it, man. House of Thousand Corpses, Fright Night, episode seven. Let's and go. I'm fucking high as shit. Let's go. House of a Thousand Corpses from 2003, starring Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, Sherry Moon, Rain, oh, Sherry Moon Zombie, Rain Wilson, Jennifer yes. Jostin, and Aaron Daniels, directed by Rob Zombie. The certain- <laughs> Woo! Bad Zombie! Uh, synopsis two couples become stranded in the middle of nowhere and a family takes them in to provide shelter but soon they realize the family is sick sadistic murderers isn't that fun that kind of people gotta love that and the rotten tomato score which is this is kind of interesting uh 20 critics <laughs> and 60 percent audience well, shows who the smart people were on this one. Well, it even shows the, how fucking th- stupid I, the world is. I was expecting the audience score to even be higher than sixty percent. So I don't know who's reviewing. Hold on, one. hold on. Critics gave this twenty percent. Yeah, twenty percent. That's only eighty percent. Who the fuck are these what? critics? <laughs> are these critics us? I mean, this was released at a time that maybe you know movie critics were just not prepared for what Rob Zombie was about to present them. No, you know what it was? Is movie critics fucking suck, and I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna talk. I, I'm gonna put them on blast. That's fuck why I like do. Shit. That's why I like uh, mentioning no. what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is because I feel like it sparks yeah. debate. No, hold and on. Stuff. I, I got some. I got fuck you, critics. I got some <laughs> shit I want to get off my fucking chest. You, you, every, all the critics are fucking like they're all hurt. Their their feelings got hurt because you have a really success successful musician coming in to do movies and they don't like that because it's it's like some fucking bullshit gatekeeping fucking bullshit i do so, yeah shut the fuck up critics <laughs> that shit pisses me off straight up i do feel like sometimes when uh uh a successful you know celebrity of some sort fuck that. transitions from one like medium to another medium it, it they tend the critics tend to be a lot harsher on them fuck which that, i bro. think is pretty unfair bro, i'm dead ass serious my blood is boiling and i just got hotter <laughs> like i legit well, just got hotter you don't have to get too upset because these critics took place like 20 years ago yeah, but I don't so they're irrelevant no, it, it's it's all the bullshit that i hate about the metal industry or the music industry all the gatekeeping shit just gotta fucking stop i do hate like gatekeeping everyone with just a needs to fucking chill out right everyone just fucking take a gummy take a gummy smoke a joint chill the fuck out Life is not that fucking serious. And if and if Rob Zombie, <laughs> who is a very, very successful musician, wants to come along and do a fucking an amazing movie. Because you, you know why this is pissing me off? I'm going to tell you why this is really fucking. This <laughs> he is, like, is so fired up. No, right I now. am. I am. Because I fucking fuck critics, dude. Straight up. Like, even though I guess are we being critics? We are critics. Fuck. Well, <laughs> hey, fuck hey, up. fuck us, too. Seriously, straight up. I'm trying to flip myself. We're having nice. fun, though. We're just we're hey, not like you. taking it too seriously. No, but, no, this but, is about experience experience and that's that yeah but but no the the shit that pisses me off is every time when a rob zombie would drop a new movie i would always hear bad reviews Uh yeah critics right out the gate shut the fuck up I've never once I'm literally sweating to a critic and then went and watched a movie and be like, yep, they're right. I don't even want to do this show anymore if we're critics. Are we critics? <laughs> we are technically I critics. fucking hate myself. <laughs> I don't want to do this show. But these are just opinions, not facts. These are opinions, not facts. Nothing set in stone. It's also movies, just like music, which is a subjective form of creation and uh, you know expression. So Everyone's opinion matters. So, like I said... Critics criticism is usually more should be taken more as like a guideline to see if it might be your thing but it should never be taken like fully seriously or anything i just like think that. if you talk shit on rob rob zombie you suck yeah jake well i'm not gonna sit here and say i love all of rob zombie's movies but i will say so that you're that are, fucking you're that fucking 20 percent fucking guy you're that fucking yeah. guy I'm not, I'm not for this movie 
Really? Yeah, right, really. Let me continue. Let's continue because I'm sweating. So it was released in theaters in 2003. It had a budget of $7 million and it profited at box office $12.6 million. So it, it did fair. Hold, hold on. Are those stats right? Because hold on, there there was. Did you have something? Did, can well, you look that up real quick? Yeah, unless I look somewhere look, look wrong. It up because because I think there was something something happened with House of a Thousand Corpses here. I it, now I maybe that was the limited release. No, so so what I think happened was Universal. I want to say was behind it. They originally. were. They were. They filmed on Universal lot because I just toured that lot. Yeah, I know that house. Um, I think they still own the rights to it. No, they just, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait for okay. the moment while Dusty's researching. Here. <laughs> okay, I want to say. And I don't know if this is fact. Do you have facts pulled up? I have. Okay, hold on. The low, box low. office and the budget. <laughs> okay, was. so that number's low. That Jake said. I want to say. I want to say it was sixteen million. Sixteen point yeah, eight million. Jake said twelve point six. So that's wrong. But, but sorry, that source okay, was from on. Rotten Tomatoes, so it may have not been updated. Okay, but possibly. hold on though. But are you on Wikipedia? Yes. Okay. I feel like Wikipedia is a pretty good source for this. I don't know, but I remember. I remember there being an issue with this movie growing up. Because it was supposed to come out as like NC-17, uh-huh. I want to say. Yeah. And Universal backed out, I think. And I want to say Rob Zombie said, fuck it. I'll take it back. And I think he distributed it through. Hold on. I'm trying to think. Hold on. I think this is true because I remember growing up being I like, I think I know where you're shit, going with this. This is NC-17. <laughs> I want to say, um, oh my God, Lionsgate. Is any of that true? Lionsgate, I think, is correct because I feel That's like I saw Lionsgate Lions- at the beginning of the movie. Okay, but, but it's distributed by Lionsgate. Okay, yeah. but, but is is there anywhere in there where they talk about Universal? I swear that fucking happened. I will tell you this. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses themed haunted house was at Universal within the past three years. Really? I swear. And wow. I was I was supposed to go. <laughs> I ended. I was going to go do that haunted house. I was there that year where they had that theme yeah. for a haunted house. Is it? Is it there? Okay, it says... When the studio shelved the filming, fearing that it would uh, receive the NC-17 yes. zombie, reacquired the rights, and then that was eventually sold to Lionsgate. Okay, I fucking gotcha. knew it. So maybe that's where that 12.6 So it was a rating in. thing. They were worried that the content yes. would not get a rated R, which is why they shelved it. AKA? Bobby uh, on right. a business standpoint, I guess I can see why they would do that because no, no one would be allowed to see it. That would actually go see it. I disagree. I, how would people under seven? I feel like the the demographic was younger for this movie. I feel like I saw this movie at too young of an age. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like Rob Zombie's fans are a little bit older. I feel like yeah. And and, and if anything, if anything, if it was rated NC seventeen, I'd want to see it more. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's for sure. That rating definitely is like I would have mm, took that marketing tool and fucking ran with what it. What happens in this movie that right. got that rating? Right. right. I feel like this whole con- that this whole chain of events was marketable in general. If you think about it, this if you hear about it, R- Rob Zombie to me is one of the best marketers. <laughs> Seriously, real shit. Yeah, he's one of the best marketers. You want to talk about an ecosystem creator, Rob Zombie? I mean, we were a sponsor of his haunted house when he when he had a show. Actually, John Reese was a was a partner in that. Oh, really? Day. I did not know that. Actually, hold on, I might be talking on my ass, but <laughs> I want to say John helped Rob put that together. I could be wrong. John's that's my partner cool. on Weed. I that's think really that that's cool. true. Yeah, I met him. Yeah. John John did Mayhem Fest. He's going to be coming on the show a lot. He, we, we have a whole thing playing with the weed show. Oh, but, I would love that. Yeah, he's hilarious. But, um, yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool. It's fucking really hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an air con- an AC unit in here that you can turn down? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, baby. So. Right, let's do it. 
this movie is nowhere for free on streaming unless you had to download AMC. AMC or, and Tubi. Yeah. Or something. Was it AMC and Tubi as well? I have no idea. I just want to see. But if it's on Tubi, it. you're probably going to have you commercials. Don't, if you don't have AMC, they're doing a trial run, and you can just use that trial run and go yep. see um, what we did. House of a Thousand Corpses. So we're about to go into spoiler alerts. Wrong sound. <laughs> there we go. Bro, so, I'm going to get that right. <laughs> you'll get it right. When, if, think of blue. Think of blue. Okay. Blue, blue, blue. What? What? That's the color of the, 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 the pad that you're hitting. Why do you guys get so confused by the little things that I tell you? Because we're really high. <laughs> we're really high. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to spoilers. So if you haven't seen <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses yet, check out now and go watch a movie yourself and then come back and listen to the rest of the podcast and see what we have to say about it. So uh, at the beginning of the movie, first scene, we're actually introduced to what looks like some vintage, like vintage, like, movie like scenes of some sort where it looks like but it's not it's actually rob zombie like who who created this and it has like a bit of like a old school vibe to it like a sightland film vibe i heard rob zombies in that scene is he in that site is he dr wolfenstein because they talk about dr wolfenstein i think he is is he dr wolfenstein can we fact check that so what's cool about this uh, uh, first scene is that you'll actually notice throughout the movie that there's a lot of random clips that are inserted that have either like that kind of vintage film style or almost like a snuff film vibe where it's well, like grainy and it looks like a home video. And well, if you watch Rob Zombie live, that's what he does. That's what he's known for. That is what he does. So if if you are very familiar with Rob Zombie, you're gonna have you're probably gonna have a good time with this movie because he he likes to incorporate that theme into this movie specifically quite a lot. And then after we're, we're given that introduction, which by the way, very big Halloween vibes. This movie just oozes Halloween energy, and which is one and, of my favorite and, things about it. And not only just oozing Halloween energy, uh huh. It's like my favorite era of halloween vibes the 70s it is a good era that's a great era yeah you know what when i first watched it i didn't, I didn't even notice it was the 70s 77 i want to say it seemed it felt modern know. to me i didn't even know I, it was the, yeah I, no it was like 77 because it makes me think of uh kiss because they were the 70 well that actually makes sense too because uh this movie is supposed to be influenced by i believe the texas chainsaw massacre as yeah. you'll watch this movie you'll you'll see a lot of rob zombies influences mm-hmm. utilized in how he tells the story how he showcases like the characters, cinematography, all that stuff is inspired by something that is been done in the horror mm. genre before. Um, and then we get introduced to first iconic character. And I feel like a lot of people have to uh, have a lot to say about him. It's Captain Spaulding and his museum of monsters and madmen. Now, when we see this set up, I cannot help but just love the color scheme and the set design. It just feels like you've walked onto the set of like the craziest like Halloween like environment ever. Yeah, it 
the, all the artwork and the uh, all the all that shit in there. You kind of so feel cool. like you went to Josh Balls's Oddity store, <laughs> yeah. mixed with like a carnival, like tattoo and freak kind of vibe. It's it's sick as fuck. It's yeah, so it, sick. And one of the first things I realized too about this movie, probably not necessarily when I first watched it, but the dialogue of the characters are so it's, yeah, it's crass. Like it's really like abrasive and yeah. like kind of offensive and kind of crude. And Captain Spaulding, he does this great balance between crude, but like really sweet in the same time. I don't know how to explain it. Like he's alluring. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny you bring up Captain Spaulding because, you know, we'll, I don't want to jump to the end of the movie. Uh-huh. But question for you, Jake Simmons. What? Do you think Captain Spaulding was involved? When I first watched it? I would say no, because we don't get much of him after this first part of the movie. So I figured he was just a completely separate thing gotcha. from the rest of the movie. Now, if I saw this movie and knew what I knew about the classics at that time, then I would suspect that he is part of the whole situation. Mm, so, But I was just getting familiar with horror movies when I was younger around this time. Okay, as you're walking us through this year. Uh-huh just a little food for thought if you're listening and, and you kind of don't maybe really remember the movie or you just watched it or whatever. Let me know in the discord if you think Captain Spaulding's involved because well, obviously at the end of the movie, what, what happens, right? Yeah. But I love that ending, by the way. I do too, but that's why I'm asking the question. So I, I want to know what people say. Yeah. Because okay. he, he does have this uh, vibe where like he seems trustworthy, but only if you're on his side. <laughs> well, well, and I don't know where, where, where are we heading next here? What, what's uh, next we're going to go into the robber scene where a couple okay, of guys okay, uh, yeah, break yeah. into his yeah, museum yeah. and they attempt to rob him. And then this is where you get the first glimpse of like Captain Spaulding just being fucking crazy. And he pulled, she shoot him to death and kill him. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He didn't no, give a like fuck. At all. <laughs> he was waiting for someone to fuck around. It's yeah. a very chaotic scene too like it just comes out of the blue you don't expect it to happen i will say this uh one thing i really like about this movie is there's a huge campiness to it like the dialogue is just weird everyone the, the way they're acting it's almost like in a bit of like a soap opera type way but it adds to the energy of the movie and the chaoticness of it and everyone's delivery just makes it feel like at no point in this movie do i feel like i'm f- f- like scared but it feels cartoonish and fun and it's like it's violent but in like a fun breezy way yeah, i don't yeah, know how yeah, to explain yeah, yeah. it like it's just ridiculous in a, in a strange way when, it, when shit starts to go down you're like oh fuck yeah <laughs> like you're like stoked for it and then it goes into the title screen and this is where we get a lot more of rob zombies like you know edits his film edits of like different like scenes and yeah i want to know what? if you thought the same thing as I did right after the scene when they're doing the that like the cutscene flashes and it shows like black and white and it shows the building right there of the house. It looked like the fucking album cover of Black Sabbath. Oh yeah, yeah, it fucking did. It like it flashed that. that and I was like, that's Black Sabbath. Like oh, in wow. the woods. I didn't even think I didn't even yeah. think of that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure that's it, what he's like, painted it, if yeah. he if it was any homage to something that's I, Black Sabbath. I, uh, that's good. Show. Rob Zombie is definitely he will make an ode to you, like for sure in his movies if he's inspired by you. I'm willing yeah. to bet that that's true. I'm willing to bet. That, I bet you could Google that shit. Probably we'll have to do some deep dives. And, later. and then after the title screen, we get introduced to the two couples. Uh, they, call, you know, it's funny when I read the synopsis, they call them high school kids, but they do not look like they're in high school. No. 
No. They do not. No. They look like they're in like their mid to late 20s. And at no point was I convinced that these kids are from high school. Like not at all. <laughs> not at all. No, no. It was so strange. And uh, one of the characters happens to be Dwight from The Office. Let's go, Ray Wilson. <laughs> it's so funny. You know? And I'm going to call him Dwight for the rest yeah. of the episode. That's the only way I can refer him to. I, I'm probably, oh man, I'll be honest. Sorry, excuse me. I'm probably the only person that has not seen The Office. Oh, it's the best. Everyone keeps it's saying It's my favorite. That. Really? It's so funny. I've uh, watched, I, I don't watch it like religiously like a, 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 a like lot me. of people do, but I, I have watched enough episodes to know who all the characters are. Okay. But um, this is where we get uh, communication between Dwight and Captain Spaulding, and he gives him a little bit of backstory about a couple of like haunting stories that took place in their area. And he offers to show them this murder ride that he has. And they go on this thing called the murder ride. And it's pretty morbid, pretty fun, chaotic. I'm loving the aesthetic here because it's, it looks like you're on a genuine like Halloween ride. And throughout the ride, they talk about, uh, different characters, fictional and non-fictional like Albert fish, who apparently was like a child killer and cannibal, uh, you had they talk about Ed Gein mm-hmm. and um, and then they get you get introduced Mama's to Doctor Satan, uh, who happens to be a surgeon murderer and he's like known for like trying to create like this superhuman like bio weapon of some sort. So and like Frankenstein, like Frankenstein, exactly. There's so many influences and, Rob Zombie's introducing and, to, into this movie. And can we say that like probably out of all of the horror movie villains or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Dr. Satan is probably the coolest fucking oh, character. So gnarly looking. I have that written down in my notes. Like the coolest Dr. Satan is I, I literally wrote right here. Dr. Satan is the coolest villain. Like he's so gnarly looking like the, the everything about it just uh, is aesthetically like what it should be. Yeah. And it's fucking perfect. And I, I really agree. can't wait to get to the ending of the movie to talk more about Dr. Satan because uh, I'm obsessed with that scene. I really love his aesthetic. Uh, and then we get like a brief uh, scene to where one of the, I think her name is Denise. She calls home her dad, tells her where she's at and that yep. she's okay. And then while he's watching TV, you notice that five cheerleaders are missing. So yep. we're obviously going to pay attention to that bit of uh, five, five cheerleaders are, are missing. It's Halloween. Like uh, it's not Halloween night just yet. Cause I remember her dad saying, Oh, we're celebrating Halloween early tonight. They're, they're trick-or-treating now. So I just love that overall vibe. It's got fall vibes. It's got Halloween vibes. It's eerie. It's foggy yeah. out. It's sick. I do like that. And I also like that when you find out that it's not Halloween yet, you're like, okay, so we're probably going to get another day of this. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, that's actually literally what I thought. And you know what else? Before we keep going, I loved... Oh my god! <laughs> I loved all the costumes. The costumes yep. are great. I really do love all the costumes. Oh, gosh, it's so much fun. I, I really do enjoy talking about this movie. So then uh, Dwight is, like, interested in seeing this location. And Spalding draws him a map, tells him where to go, yep. and take this route, and yada, yada, yada. So, so while they're driving. So that's why. Don't ever take directions from a gas station clerk guy. Yeah. Because I feel like that that's a thing. I mean, <laughs> we have iPhones now, but. I don't know if we did it in 2003. I don't think we did. Uh, if you did, it was probably like an early version of like a flip phone of some yeah. sort. Yeah. iPhones came out in like 07. But they 08-ish. definitely did not have like but, GPSs on them or anything like that. But this is why I'm saying, this is why I asked you a little bit ago, is was Captain Spaulding involved in this? 
do you like it, it they left it open-ended but i'm just yeah uh, he's now he's given directions to a house yes he uh i think it's a tree of some it's sort. a tree it's a yeah. tree sorry yes. um it's a tree you're right it's a tree and this guy's you know collects all this crazy shit he's got the murder ride show yep. like i don't know he dresses yeah. like a clown like what the fuck hey remember like, every other episode when i said oh they took that they did this yeah, yeah. that's my sign fuck no this would have been my sign. Remember when we were yeah. talking about in the episode of Haunt, we were like, wow, these people are really ignoring a whole bunch of red flags. We get the same of that in this movie, but at least the tone of this movie is more fun and cartoonish and like lively. Yeah. Well, the the problem with this movie, well, I mean, the good part of it and where it doesn't make it feel like, 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 oh, why would you take those instructions from a guy dressed like a clown? Yeah. The, the clown guy like his whole gimmick that was the, that's that whole place's gimmick so yeah so you're not like you're not thinking anything. you don't think, you don't, you don't anything think twice it, about it like, like right of course this guy's going to be talking no. like this to right, us. Right. of course he's going to be a little bit weird why would we suspect that he would yeah. be up to no well, good you yeah, know totally yeah but come from a guy with a house full of or a fucking shed full of people that have been murdered by like yeah <laughs> it's not a shed in this uh, movie we or, literally get a whole a underground uh, trench of well, just dead that, people. but like his little fucking haunted house that he has there like i'm going to a gas station there's a haunted house <laughs> attached to it best believe i'm not going in that no hell no oh i would i've done so many road trips across the country there i would totally no check shot. that out I'm jake and that's why in, I would never take movie, directions from him, but I would for sure stop at a, an attraction of that looked similar to that. Well, that's why when our movie gets made about us, I'm going to be the last one alive and you're going to be dead. It's not like I'm stopping in a place that hasn't had any upkeep for 15 years. I mean, that front of his location looked pretty, <laughs> they pretty well put together. Are still. you fucking kidding me? What? Did that we watch the same scream, movie? That place screams serial killers. So come on inside. Let me. It's a museum. You. That's the theme of... <laughs> Are you going to say that As about every museum? Oh, my gosh. Well, they're in the middle of nowhere. You, that makes it you know exactly what? the point in case. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. He but goes, what I am going to talk about is when they're driving to the tree and it's pouring down rain and we get introduced to nope. baby. That's Sherry nope. Moon Zombie. I think this was her movie debut, right? I think so. I don't know if she did anything prior to this. I don't think she did. She fucking killed it. She made the movie. She's, I mean, all these characters. Yeah, she individually made the movie. Straight but up psycho in this. She movie. is incredible in this movie. So, uh, Sherry Moon, uh, who is Rob Zombie's wife, uh, plays this character named Baby, and she's hitchhiking on the side of the road, pouring down rain, pouring down rain, which already to that point is just a weird scenario. All right, I got a question. Okay, R- real shit. Yeah, no, I'm not. Would I pick her, her up? up? No, no, I would. I would actually not do that. Okay, if Jake's not, wait, was that her the up, question? I am. That was the question. Oh, so you're just going to do opposite of me All every right, time? So, so real yeah, shit. I got to stay alive somehow. So real what? shit. What? So it's the seventies. It's an, you got you got to go back in the seventies mindset yeah. though. Everyone's just well, fucking everyone's high, just chilling. getting picked up. You wouldn't pick her up. <laughs> Fuck no! It's downpouring. She's just casually standing there holding an umbrella. All of a sudden, in the middle. Well, you of the don't road. know what happened. Maybe her car broke down. I don't. I haven't seen a car yet. So there no, is definitely you. something off about baby. I'd have picked her up. Um, she she doesn't. Bobby, it's I not know like you're she, too scared to pick her up. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I just drove right past that shit. <laughs> but this you is ain't opening that door at all. <laughs> no. This is what's cool about her character, though. It's not like she, she doesn't look like some like no ridiculous like like crazy like looking person she looks normal she's attractive she's well dressed so she why would she suspect that there's something off about her of course we're going to pick her up 
And when you uh, when she's in the car, she has like this lighthearted demeanor. She's kind of she's kind of like an adorable little kid, like in a weird way. I don't know how to explain it. She 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 reminds me of like an enthusiastic child. Yeah. Does I that make see. sense? Yeah. yeah of course, she's got the fucking mental capacity and, of a child. And and, <laughs> and when you're dealing with an adult who has that attitude, you're either completely like in awe of it like oh man she's super rad or you're completely annoyed by it you're either one of two the girls don't like her (laughs) whatever the girls obviously don't like her in the car (laughs) because they're freaking mean right (laughs) Uh, but the guys are like totally don't think it's a big deal and uh a random guy while they're driving shoots their car tire and they wreck on the side of the road Baby tells her, oh, my house is like right down the road. And she takes him to her house. How convenient. Very convenient. Very. Um, we've seen this before in movies, which <laughs> is obviously this is Rob Zombie showing his influences, you know, from the horror movies he grew up watching. Yeah. And this is where we meet Baby's family. Um, I want to know what your thoughts on the family when you first meet them. Because when I first met them, I actually had seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre already before I yeah. saw this movie. And it immediately made me think of the family from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What are your thoughts? And it it goes with that flow too. You know, you'd already talked about the, Mm -hmm. the reference earlier too. And then in there, you know, he talks about Ed Gein, which is who Leatherface is based off of. That's right. Like it all kind of comes back together. But uh, I I think every family member that they have in this movie, I don't think they could have got anyone better to play them. I agree, and I loved 10 out of 10 with the house decor. Yeah. The house decor was so good in this movie. Insane. The the character, like the the family that we're talking about here, I love. My favorite? I, I love what they're wearing. I, I love, like, you could smell that the room. dad's my favorite. Rob Zombie That's is good. really good with set design. Like, yeah. he knows the yeah. assignment, yeah. and he's really good at that. Yep. Um, And then you get to meet the family. You meet the mother, I forget what her name was, but she kind of reminded me of Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> do you know who that is? Someone just brought that name no. up. No, who the hell is that? Uh, she, uh, do you know the movie Legally Blonde? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, my yes. God. Stifler's mom. Oh. That's Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, wow. Hmm, she nice. reminded me of Jennifer Coolidge in a weird way. I don't know how to explain it. But um, Hey, would you? She's... Oh, uh, stop. And she's... <laughs> hey, I am so fucking hot. Why you hot, baby? I think that edible, bro. And then uh, an edible's got me fucking. So you meet, you meet the mom, and then you uh, baby starts flirting with Dwight from the office, and you start learning about Tiny, oh. who is this like really big guy with like a a, a, a slunch like over by six. Um, a distorted like he has like. Uh, prosthetics on his face he, he looks, looks like really fucking cool mankind looking. i was just gonna say i actually have that in my notes he that looks like he mankind looked, every time i see it he looks like i fucking actually cactus jack love tiny because he's like a mix between he could destroy you and kill you but he could also help you out too he's like the sloth yeah, which the is dudes. what he does later hey, in you the guys movie. yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> Uh, so I really enjoy ba- uh, uh, Tiny. We get a backstory about Tiny, but I don't necessarily remember the backstory. But uh, and then this is when we end up finding out um, that the cheerleaders are actually held up in this house upstairs, and this is where we get introduced to Otis. Uh, what are your thought initial thoughts on Otis? 
I loved Otis. <laughs> Otis Otis looked like he had a sick ass vinyl collection. Yeah. Like, Otis got fucking all he, the Sabbath on vinyl. Yeah, he's, he's got fucking high Kiss listening destroyer. He loves Kiss. He fucking got his yeah, that's a, hey, Otis is a fucking vibe low key. Honestly, it's funny. I'm trying to grow my hair right now. Oh god. I'm not trying to grow it like Otis. Otis but like <laughs> I think his hair was thinning in that movie. <laughs> I think it was. Just my, hair's, a bit. my hair is thick as fuck, but low key, I'm trying to grow my hair out like Otis. Yeah, Otis has like a lot it. to say. He seems like somebody you would meet and would you immediately suspect that he's a huge conspiracy theorist. So with the way the stuff, the way he talks about stuff, mm-hmm. how he talks about it, uh, and uh, we yeah we find out he has the cheerleaders held up. There's already like I think a couple of them dead, while the other ones are like tied up. I, yeah, I think like a few were dead. One was tied. They're all like tied to the bed, kind of. This is actually disturbing. I mean, in context, this is actually really disturbing. But because the 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 villains, technically the villains, are so like uh, animated and oh. they're so full of personality that I like I said at no point was I actually like I felt like afraid of this movie i think even when i watch it was like when i was a kid it, it didn't really scare me there wasn't anything that was scary about it but it was entertaining yeah i don't think it was supposed yeah. to be scary yeah it was just supposed to be yeah. like like a fun ride yeah like, yeah there you go like yeah. a haunted house it's almost as if like you paid a ticket bro legit. to experience an hour and a half haunted house ride that's bro, what yeah. this movie bro, feels legit. like that's the best way to put it it, it, you're literally on a haunted house ride. You know, at no point you're actually in danger, but you're laughing and having fun. But then you're like, yeah. you're jumping a little bit here and Something there. Might actually happen here. Hold on. At no yeah. point do you feel threatened, you know, by what you're watching. Uh, and then we get the dinner scene. Uh, and this is where the te- so uh, quote unquote teenagers <laughs> get introduced to Otis, and he walks downstairs with a fetus in a jar, and it's yeah. just so random. Everyone's putting on weird masks. It's just such a creepy scene. And this is a, this also reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. the yeah. the dinner scene. So, do you think like it was his <laughs> kid? Is it inbred? Did it, like. They I don't. You don't really get don't any care enough to know what that fetus represented. <laughs> this movie is so bonkers. I don't know if there's a meaning behind everything that we're seeing. Well, damn. Sorry for trying to just ask you about the film, Jake. No, I'm just saying I don't think there's supposed to be meaning behind a fetus in a jar either, being brought I was to just thinking, table. When I was I high know. watching it, I was like, huh. I I don't know. First, I saw it. I was like, oh, that's Otis's kid. Yeah, that's that was what my I first thought. thought so. I didn't think that. I thought he. I, <laughs> I thought so what I thought baby is that he's getting ready he's, for dinner. No, no, because no, because she even kisses the jar. Yeah. So like it, it was like, did it just die or did they fucking like cut it out of someone? Like, uh, yeah, it's some shit like that. Something's fucked up there. I don't think there's much depth to that part. Uh, to be honest, I don't, I think, don't think. Why would they just randomly put? They're it in all there, goofy and weird. Like I don't think they. <laughs> I don't know if there's meaning behind it. Why are you guys looking at me? <laughs> why do you do that? So, anyways, during the dinner scene, uh, guy who wears what looks like a dead carcass on his head, <laughs> like a bear carcass, oh, of some yeah. sort, comes in who says, "Your car is ready," and uh, that's the, the tow truck brother, guy. Right? Yeah, the tow truck guy. And they go outside, and then we actually get our first ambush scene where yep. the scarecrows on the side of the street just mm-hmm. end up coming to life, and they grab all four of them and carry them away. And then this is where 
carnage really starts happening in this movie. Like full on carnage too. Hey, you know what else I realized when did you rewatching realize? this? That guy that uh-huh. jumped down and attacked him looks like fucking Steely McBeam from the Steelers. The like Steelers his mascot, face. he does low key. <laughs> Go back and no, look he really at does. Again. He really I fucking does. I, like, I did not. I, I did not pick up on that, but now I have to check this after we're done. It really the does. Like he has like that big does. bulky fucking jaw, <laughs> and it looks like he's wearing the overalls with the hard hat. <laughs> shout, <laughs> out, shout out to Pittsburgh. Hey, yes, that's funny. Okay, so uh, that scene ends, and then we wake up the next day, and now it's Halloween day. Yes, and you see it flash across the screen. Halloween. Yep. Halloween day, and then this is where we have all the four teenagers, including Dwight from the office, and they're all separated from each other. One, I think Mary is tied up, and Otis is yelling at her. She's like wearing a dunce cap, and he's just saying a whole bunch of crazy crude things towards her. And then you have Denise, who's tied up in a bed, and she has like bad makeup put on her face. And then you have Jerry, who's they're all tied up. And he's getting scalped by baby. And she's like, <laughs> like doing all this crazy laughing, just acting crazy and psychotic. And she's like, absolutely enjoying it. It is so bizarre. That's how I role play. That's oh God. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You want to no. try? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. Anyways, baby is going absolutely crazy on jerry and then denise who is tied up in the bed tiny walks into the room and she's like please untie me and then tiny just unties her. well at this point dwight is murdered by the way dwight was dwight murdered, dead right off the jump but she hasn't yeah. discovered him yet when she gets freed she opens up right he, he grabs her and puts her back in there and that's when otis comes into comes the room in and, and shows her the fish gotcha. boy. dwight the office from the office is now a merman <laughs> Yeah. It's such a weird thing. I like it. It's so it good. Though. I like it. I like it. It looked sick. It, it, it was cool looking. It was completely left field. So random. Yeah. Of all it the things. Very random. Of all the things they could have done to his body, they turned him to a mermaid. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. That's kind of dope. <laughs> I want to be one. If I fucked with the sea more, I'd be a merman. Oh, but man. But I don't fuck with the sea. <laughs> we can just get you made into one and just mount you. And that. <laughs> We're done with this conversation. (laughs) And then we get a side story uh, involving Denise's father and a cop because she she knows he noticed that she has not like come back home and they arrive at the house. And I think the father gets shot by the mother with a shot. No, 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 no. He gets killed though, right? Hold on. Hold on. I love I love the scene. So I want to I want to break this down. Uh, You break it down then. The cops actually showed up. So, yes, the, the dad yeah. called the detective. Mm-hmm. I think his name was Houston, and I was laughing because it's like, Houston, yeah. we have a problem. There's yeah. two cops, by the way, yeah. Yeah, but 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 that's not who they called. He called, like, the detective, then the detective that's radioed out right. to the cops. And then the cops, before they went to the house, you, you jumped a little bit ahead here, but before they went to the house, they went to see Captain Spaulding. Mm-hmm. And they said, we have some oh, questions. Yeah. Yes, that's and right. That's, and, and Captain Spaulding oh. comes out with a shirt the co- like, with the pigs, pigs, are ter- or pigs are beautiful. Pigs are beautiful. And it's a, it's a cop uh, pig thing shirt. It's, it's fucking the best shirt in the world. I need it. It is pretty fucking funny. But uh, so they're questioning him and, his, uh, and that back and forth is fucking hilarious. And then they end up going to the house. Yeah, that's right. That's they, right. They end up going to the house and uh, Otis is upstairs and that's when the mom 
uh, comes in and she's mm-hmm. like, cops are here. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Okay. But no, the, um, the dad and the other cop, they're going around back of the house. Yeah. The other cop goes to the front door. Yep. She finally answers the door. They're having some back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That cop gets radioed because the father and the other cop find, um, like the shed where, yep. the, where the girls with are the being, daughter yes, hung. Yeah. With like all this shit. Yeah. So he goes to radio the other cop and the, and the mom can hear the radio. She just pulls out the gun, just blows him, blows his fucking head off. Now we're actually about to go into one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie. Cause I thought it was so impactful. I just, I just thought I like, I love the way it was done. Interesting. So yeah, once that happens, the dad tries to run away. Yeah. He Otis shoots him yeah. in the back or whatever. A couple times he falls down. And then yep. he's used for something later in the movie. Yeah. And then uh, the other police officer, I love that. I really love this scene because it was like such an awkward scene. But I Otis agree. holds a gun to him. I agree. He makes him get down on his knees. And it just it just kind of like, uh, like, pans, drone, out. like pans out like drone, like a drone out kind of vibe pans out. And you're just like, what is about to happen? Did my TV freeze? What yeah. the fuck? Like, dude. So I watched it uh, a couple of nights ago in the discord with some club members and legit at that scene. It's been so long since I you thought, seen you the thought movie, that shit froze. I thought my computer froze for a minute. Cause I was also so high <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I feel like I've been here for fucking 30 minutes in the same move. And then finally when it, when he fucking pulls the trigger yeah. and shoots him, I it legit scared me. I yeah. jumped in my chair. <laughs> it was so, so loud. Cause I was so focused and I was like, the fuck it froze and that's when it banged and i was like holy fuck i like that i think i, I, I like have the unpopular opinion i actually was confused by this scene because i didn't understand what the purpose of the long panning away was i think that's the whole point yeah, yeah. you overthought it, it like it, i it, guess it, i overthought it, the dead baby in a jar no i think what happened to me is when when he shoots him in the head and he just drops i and the first thought in my head was well what was the purpose of that like like i don't know i don't know how to explain it like aesthetically it's a really cool shot but i didn't understand what rob zombie was trying to say with that scene like i didn't get it maybe just someone getting murdered i think he was about to say you're gonna sit here in fucking hell for about a minute and you're gonna see either this guy gets his head blown off is something crazy gonna happen you know is maybe is, it was about maybe it was just too morbid for me and that's why i didn't process because he, he is technically p- playing with the guy and thinking that right. he's gonna let him go by not shooting him right. longer and longer and yeah, longer i mean so many different thoughts went through my head i'm like oh maybe he's gonna let him go oh yeah. shit maybe they know each other maybe is this where the movie turns oh shit is somebody gonna run out of the fucking shed i don't know i liked it i yeah i, I liked it. I, I like it yeah i don't know why uh it did confuse me a little bit it's a great it, it's a cool looking scene i guess i just got maybe i overthought it when i was watching yeah, it it happens but um so cop gets shot in the head and then next scene i'm trying to remember the chain of events at one point otis takes the father skins him puts his face I love on his face te- which, happen- which happens Eggie. to be a reoccurring theme yeah. in a future rob zombie movies as yeah. well um and he approaches the daughter of the father with his skin faced yeah. on his uh with the father's skin face on Great his head scene. and it's just so barbaric <laughs> and chaotic hey, and speaking of i got my 23 me back oh I'm like fucking 0.5% Neanderthal. Nice. Wait, wait. What? Wait, what? I have no idea. Where did this come from? I just thought it. 
You just thought it, or that's what it said. <laughs> well, he just thought of what I just it said. Thought of what it said, and I wanted to say it. Don't we all come from a little bit of Neanderthal, though? I guess so. But did you say it, Jake? I never did twenty three in me. You just oh. spit. <laughs> I've seen you just spit. Oh, I've seen you, Jake. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I do. Hey, remember? I just fucking thought about that. Hey, hey no. Quick question. Remember? <laughs> remember? Bro, when, I just fucking thought no. about What the fuck were we talking about? I want to bring something up, Bro, actually. hold the fuck on. Did I just have a fucking stroke? <laughs> Bro, hold on. I'm sorry, No, Jake. I'm glad hold you brought this on. up because oh. I have a thought right Bro. now. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> he said you're 0.53% Neanderthal. <laughs> Were you talking about that? No. <laughs> I was not talking about that at all. Bro, have I been here for the last Unless like 10 minutes? Unless Neanderthals tend to like kill their freaking victims and I don't know, skin their face and put it on wow. their faces. I don't know why you thought of a Neanderthal. Maybe a Neanderthal would do that. <laughs> Holy shit. I, bro, I think I just had a heat stroke. That's so funny that... <laughs> Bro, something going on in here, how, bro. How does this, your spit determine if you're a 0.5% Neanderthal? How do they do that? Hey, that's 23andMe, bro. Use code uh, Bobby for shit. Out of 23andMe, bro. What do you mean? Hey, why the fuck are we talking about this? Yeah, you Jake. brought it up. I didn't. We're going to talk about bro. it later, though, because I feel like 23andMe is doing that same carbon dating stuff that I'm skeptical about, too. Oh, God. Here we go. Fucking. Uh, fuck. Remember the fucking tinfoil. No, remember in the thing, oh, you're like, how does one determine if that spaceship was there in the snow for 100,000 years? How does one take spit and determine that it spans to this far back and this, how, hey man, how does that happen? I'm going to be honest with you. We can't do this right now. What is this? What is this? We can't do this that right No now. one is like identifying with hey, us. I don't get it. We got to keep moving on. Anyway. <laughs> we Holy talk, shit. <laughs> we can talk about it later then. Oh. Uh, so then the two girls, uh, Denise and Mary, they get captured and they put into what looks like two uh, coffins, right? And they're lowered and stop. What is with you, dude? They're losing their <laughs> mind right, gone now. right now, bro. Why are you gone? I'm trying to talk about the movie, man. <laughs> I just look over at Bobby and he just kind of like shook it off. Oh, shit. All right, I'm back. I'm back. All you're right. the one that brought it up. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. All right. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You're jumping, you're jumping a gun because I love this, this scene you're talking about where the coffin gets lowered. Yeah. Yes. I love the shot of like, I, I want to call them cult members, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's fair. I love the shot where they were walking through the field at night. I thought that was so yes. cool to get up to the coffins. Oh, I thought yes. that was just the whole entire family. I didn't know there was additional cult members. What? I don't remember. Additional. I said I just want to call them cult members. So oh, I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Sorry. Right. Are you high? No, I'm not high, but <laughs> something's off in this room. <laughs> well. me off. All right. All right. Sorry. Uh, so they get put into um, two coffins or one coffin. Yeah. yeah. Two people, one coffin. And they get lowered down to what looks like a, uh, a mud pit of some sort. And then all of a sudden, what looks like random mud people pop out and start grabbing at them. What were your thoughts on this scene? This was very random. This scene was very fucking random. It was yeah. very random. I was actually trying to like determine how that would yeah. exist and how do they live in the mud? <laughs> and I want to know what these beings were and where they came from and why are they there? <laughs> they're, mu- they're mud people. They're mud people. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then do you remember how they escaped from the mud people? They're underground officially. So I know that part. 
I don't. I do know that I think it's Mary. She runs away, like leaves Denise behind. She's running in an open field and baby is running after her, right? Right? Baby is running after Mary. She's wearing a bunny suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And she, because they said, what are you going to do? Run all the way back or whatever? Yeah, exactly. And she catches up to Mary. Yes. And she's on the ground, and uh, Baby is just on top of her, and she's just laughing hysterically while stabbing her to death. Yeah. Uh, That was actually, I'm not going to lie, like, as, as, as Cart like animated the characters are that scene was actually disturbing to me but i also am disturbed by the idea of getting stabbed to death Mm. so the fact that she was stabbing her to death and like enjoying it and laughing and it was kind of disturbing to me even though the 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 vibe of the movie has fairly been just like animated and fun but that particular scene i don't know what it was but it disturbed the hell out of me i don't know how to explain it would you rather be stabbed to death Mm. or burned to death Mm. Fuck. I'm taking, rather, I'm taking stabs all day. I rather neither. I do. I think if you get burned to death, you're more likely to pass out at some point from the fumes of the fire before you point, like. You better just stab me in the fucking heart. <sighs> I don't like choosing between two shitty scenarios. That's my <laughs> least favorite thing to well, do. Well, pick one. Uh, and Jake, then, would you rather? Okay, I'll be you, playing the game. Or would you rather now? <laughs> would you rather go Please without don't. internet for the rest of your life? Or without an orgasm? Uh, without. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, without internet. I don't That's need internet. Dusty. But then how would I be able to market my music if I couldn't use internet? You'd do it old, old how fashioned. How the fuck did Beethoven do it, man? Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Beethoven that didn't have much competition. That dude fucking blew hey, up. That boy got some clout. I mean, that's a good would you rather. I, I, that, that, that was shit a good one. just came to me, bro. <laughs> Such a we genius. know it's on your picking. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You're coming still. Fuck the internet. <laughs> I can't work with you guys right now. All right, Sergeant. So Denise, uh, uh, Denise, the other girl, uh, she runs away uh, into what looks like an underground trench area, right? And it's yeah. like covered wall to wall and like dead skeletons and stuff. And this is like a really cool visual. And then she runs into what looks like an underground surgery room, but also a half like living room and it's all red tinted and this is where we see dr satan Doctor working satan. on uh yes. i think jerry like he's skinned up and he's like yeah. having surgery on him and then there's just random weird monster guys sitting on the couch i love that doing yeah. this is such a cool scene, cool scene. I, i'm actually like obsessed with this scene because it feels like you're in like the best, most wild haunted house ride ever. You do this you actually really fucking do? Yeah, it's almost like a like an attraction. Like they got to sit there in those seats and watch as it was like happening. Mm. Absolutely, and I'm just like loving this because this is like when I said like I loved like House of a Thousand Corpses, like scenes like this where it just oozed atmosphere and oozed like. I felt like that scene alone took me back to when I first saw it when I was a kid. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. I want to go to a haunted house that looks like that. And Dr. Satan, let's just talk about what Dr. Satan looks like. Like this guy. Kind of got an Otis vibe. Huh? Kind of has an Otis vibe. He has an Otis vibe. Actually, 
I we should see if it's the same it's actor. It's not. I read Louisville because oh, I thought not, it was. Yeah. I thought it was. That would have been pretty cool, dual yeah. roles. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we thought that earlier. <laughs> and then you also get introduced to his little bioweapon, which strongly remind me of Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. Has anybody seen the Resident Evil movies or played the no. vi- video games? He just gave me like a Resident Evil vibe. And um, there was a really gross scene where he takes his face mask off and there's just weird green ooze coming out of his mouth. It was so disgusting. Actually, part grossed me out. I liked it. And he's just Mm -hmm. like this big, strong bioweapon swinging at Denise. Yeah, when he he comes out and it just like shows the outline of him and his shadow, he looks like the, like one druid from this album cover for this band called Sleep. It's like him walking across the like desert, but he looks like that character almost. He does kind of actually... Yeah, I do see that. And then what happens is, excuse me, uh, the bioweapon swings at Denise, hits something on the yeah. wall, and it makes... Everything it, fucking went falling down. Falling down, she gets <laughs> knocked out. Everything fucking right? went falling down, bro. <laughs> Everything had fallen down. Denise is out. And then during this scene, the family is up uh, uh, on the open field and they're doing a really cool like ritual bonfire mm-hmm. scene right otis has like got this makeup on uh baby's there i think tiny's there the mom's there it's just like a nice wholesome family gathering and cool visual i really did like Super the bonfire cool. visual i, lo- I loved otis it reminded me of ella <laughs> it reminded yeah. me of my home it, oh yeah of course <laughs> uh otis uh otis's makeup and shit was sick it yeah. was really cool looking and they just did a good job you know, just fulfilling these characters and their their energy. And the characters are so distinct that you can, like, not not remember them after you're watching the movie. Um, yeah, this was a cool scene. And then the girl, Denise, wakes up the next morning, escapes the underground cavern she, thing. She escapes it, and she comes up out of the ground like Night of the Living Dead. Do you notice that kind of? Yeah. There's so many influences yep. in yeah. this movie. Right? When she came up out of the ground yep. like with one, the one arm. Hand, with the one hand. It was total yep. Night of the Living Dead kind of vibes. And then another cool thi- thing is when she's running, she runs to the road. You see Captain Spaulding driving down. This is another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like T- Total like, Texas yeah. Chainsaw oh. Massacre. Yeah, the 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 car. Yeah. Er- everything. You think someone with a chainsaw is about to run after yeah, her. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but this, is, this brings me back now that we're at the end of the movie here, right? She she escapes she sees captain spaulding you're like okay she's okay but yeah but 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 i had this feeling how conveniently he's driving down that road i just feel like captain spaulding was he orchestrated the whole thing and then as you see well, the of course scene, he did wait he did yeah otis was in the back seat i understand that yeah so oh as in when he said orchestrated like they were the sacrifices of the night of, of the night and Spalding was making sure they were directed towards the family. Is that what you mean? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he did that. Yeah. He for sure did that. He knew what he was doing. See, Dustin, you didn't think that I was like, I could see it, but at the same time, like the way that when they ask about, um, you know, earlier, like they, they shit talked, uh, captain Spalding like that, that fucking idiot, like can't remember whatever. So like, but I think they're shit talking him because they're saying he's like unreliable. Like they work with him, but they can't always rely on him. Right. I think that's why they were shit talking on him. Maybe yeah. like they're for sure all a part of the same family business, but he they just, gotta be. They he just to be. happens to be like the black sheep of them, even they, though they're technically all black sheep. But right. the, he has to be because it's a tow truck. They need gas. And he's yep. at the gas station. Yeah. So exactly. That, that's, okay. So yeah. they have a deal with them. 
Uh, oh, I just sent a car a four year way. I'm also assuming. Okay. Anyways, before I'm, I'll go into after. So the girl's in the car. She feels like she escaped. And then all of a sudden the vibe is just shit on. And Otis pops up in the back of the knife. seat with a knife. Yeah. And what a bummer because, well, first off, I never actually really cared about any of the characters. No, which is awesome. Uh, which was fun. So, I didn't care if she was actually going to escape or not. So when he popped up, I was like, oh, one more death for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't think he'd pop up. I thought Captain Spaulding was or, just going to drive him back to the house or something. Or, or like they were going to get in a car crash or something. Cr- like something like, <laughs> like, uh, like Sons of Anarchy kind of ending. Kind of I vibes. get you. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like so a head-on collision or something. Yeah. Crazy. I liked the end, like the uh, the Shafamu, the Evil Dead, like hand coming up out. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. What also we come to see is, you know, when Otis comes back, you were talking about with like the face paint that seems to be now a con like this is his first real like flick out there. You know, we see oh, yeah, the face paint right. later on, mm-hmm. like with uh, Lords of Salem. Yep. That's like yep. the this whole was, movie, you know, this was and it's a, that same style of paint. So yeah. you see it reoccurring after this. And this was also like a first major movie for most of the actors in this. Yeah. If you think about it, like, which I think is really cool. Mm hmm um yeah because um dwight he wasn't even in the office yet no he wasn't that, in the it, office isn't yet that crazy that dude didn't even know what his life was about to become right or, or any of the actors yeah. really if you think about it yep i don't even think dwight was likable in this movie i don't think any of the the victims were likable but you really have a very short amount of time with them the victims but, just felt like filler they were just yes. filler for the sake of like but it felt like it was supposed to be like that yeah like for sure it didn't make you feel like no. you hated it rob zombie no. didn't care about if you connected with the characters or not it was about the ride it was about having a fun ride and dealing with all the unpredictable nature of the maniacs in the movie um so yeah the movie ends here she obviously doesn't make it out alive uh rob zombie's first you know theater release yep uh before i continue with the rating i actually want to know who your favorite character is out of the family bobby you go first uh out of the family out of the whole family including uh spalding as well like the whole gang i mean captain spalding for sure just because what a what a legendary character that went on to become he really is still is to this day i mean r.i.p you know captain spalding but um yeah just what a fucking cool character because it's like clowns are meant to be hated everyone fucking hates clowns yeah but you can't help to love this clown you know what i'm saying like yeah. you can't hate you can't you can't help smart yourself. act like smart ass remarks are fucking yeah. gold and for me you know captain spalding low-key a, a tastemaker with all that fashion all that all those different outfits he was wearing so that's dope mm-hmm. yeah so i'm going captain spalding sweet you dusty i'm gonna have to, uh, obviously captain spalding legend you know sid was great playing that but i gotta go the father in this movie just because like the shit he was doing uh-huh. insane was so funny to me when they're <laughs> eating dinner and he's like t- he's talking with his mouth full the entire time just like yelling and like it's like we're in western pa all yeah. over again and then when they're the like it's, uh, when it was dessert time and like no one wanted to put on the fucking masks to eat yeah. dessert and he leans over he's like listen you're gonna like essentially put this fucking mask on because no one gets to eat dessert and you know that man's been waiting all fucking week for that dessert he, that he dessert. is not missing out on that dessert that's fair and uh, then when uh he's done and the like the clock goes off he's just like showtime <laughs> it reminded me of beetlejuice, beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah which yeah. was like uh, i don't know if that was supposed to be a shout i'm to sure it, it was me. 
but uh yeah like, he, and then he just is like up there doing like stand up so good. it's so bad but it's like my he for whatever reason he was just my favorite that's funny. no that's great uh yeah obviously uh i'm i I would normally see Captain Spawning, but I'm going to put, you already have pa- Captain Spawning, so I'm going to put Captain pa- Spawning aside because he is iconic. I think my favorite character outside of him would be Tiny because yeah. that character is such a visual. And he also has like a nice nature to him, which I really liked about him. He's so he's like kind of unpredictable. You don't know if he's going to like tear your body parts apart or something yeah. like that, or if he's going to like, I don't know how I'm you from the bed and let you get free. You know, yeah. I, I really liked this character. I, I, I really liked, I just loved his aesthetic. He He's intimidating, but also kind of like kind of sweet. I don't know how to explain it. I really enjoyed tiny. Um, yeah, that's like my favorite character of the movie. I really enjoy yeah, Tiny. Tiny's cool. Tiny is cool. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to get to the ratings uh, for us. You go first, Jake. You want me to go first? Well, yeah, obviously, I would go first because I chose the movie. So this is obviously a lights on for me. Um, and when I say lights on, I mean this is like a movie that I love. Uh, I grew up with it. There's nostalgia attached to this movie. Um it still has that fun factor to it, even 20 years later. Um, the characters are very memorable. The movie is like, you know, very chaotic, but not in a bad way. Like, there's always something going on. Yeah, the characters, you know, you don't really care about like the, you know, the victims, but you don't really get to know them. But I think this movie is really more about the family. It, it, it's about Baby. It's about Otis. It's uh, it's about uh spalding and tiny and all their shenanigans and they're just such a memorable group of people <laughs> in all horror movies and this movie is for sure an ode to a whole bunch of other horror films and I, i'm very uh very happy that we are able to review this movie and yeah this is a lights on for me hey i hope you just said like the nicest thing ever about this film i hope someone says something like at least equivalent to that at my funeral Wait, really? <laughs> you just went on like a Bro, twenty minute you said, rant. You said a lot of shit, dude. Like not in a good way, but I was just like, "Damn, I hope someone says well, something I, nice I, about me." I don't know, man. I just no, I, I it wasn't a, bad. It was I just have like a, I have a sweet spot for this movie, and yeah, like you know, over time, movies you know they they fade a little bit and they don't have the impact you know as they did when you first watched but it. This but one stuck though. Huh? This yeah. one sticks, and uh, I think. You know, when you're talking about lightning in a bottle, the other episode, I felt like he caught this lightning in a bottle with this movie. And, you know, to this very day, I don't understand why, you know, critics were so closed off to this this variation of horror. I do. I I said it at the top of the show. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's chaotic. Yeah. This movie's ridiculous. Yeah. There's a logic doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like there's a lot about this. Wait, wait, You really think this movie's chaotic, though? I think it's very chaotic. This movie is so chaotic because there's so Mm. many different type of, there's so many different type of variations of editing. There's so many different types of themes, camera angles. It's very energetic. It's very chaotic to me. Um, I don't think it is. I always, it always felt chaotic to me. And I think that's why I always enjoyed it. It just feels chaotic to me. I'm not saying the chaos is a bad thing. There's bad chaos too, but I felt like this movie it, it, movies, kept, it kept you moving. It, it kept, kept it moving. It moving I, I, and what, I think chaotic is the wrong word. I think uh, yeah, good tempo. Good tempo. But mm, 
No, because if you want to think about, you know, tempo, there's scenes like where, where you know, the gun to the cop's head, like that scene alone does not actually fit to, to me, fit with the vibe of the rest of the movie. That scene would have fit better with Devil's Rejects. Does that make sense? Because that there's, make, there's that, that, this, I'll give you that. that you know, yeah, I that feel like that scene right there was like a step in the direction that Robbie was going to go with in future. Robbie? Me, uh, Robbie Rob Zombie. We're on first name basis <laughs> now. Let me fucking text Robbie. Good old Robbie, man. <laughs> Good morning, Robbie. I feel like that scene would probably would have suited better in The Devil's Rejects because of the tone. Yeah. You know what? Right? There's your flowers. Give you thank, you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. But I want to stop talking about it. I feel like I said too thank much. You got whoever wants to go Christ. next. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead hey, lights on. Boom. Oh, it's on. Wow. Okay. Is that it? It's great. Go watch it. Okay. The, 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 the special effects in it are, you know, it's there's not even really that crazy in it. But what is there is done really well. Yeah. Even for still for 20 years, it still sure. looks great. What's a sure. $7 million budget too? I feel like he did a lot with seven million yeah yeah fucking especially the that set design alone that yeah. fucking universal fucking tax man you know those motherfuckers took seven million of that that shit was quick <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> um yeah lights on for me i mean this is this is incredible i think this movie is is so fucking inspiring you know it's i remember seeing the movie come out what 2003 we were yep. we were like in ninth grade i want to say something yeah. like that and i just remember being inspired because music was my passion then you know and uh i loved horror and I was like, damn, Rob Zombie. And I remember thinking in my head, damn, I want to be like Rob Zombie one day, you know? So That's cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's dude, definitely lights on for me. Dude, that's so fun. I'm, I'm so glad you guys had a fun time revisiting this movie because, you know, we didn't have the best experience, uh, you know, last week with, this, with The Thing. Not all older films Bro, I age forgot well. about that movie, and <laughs> I'm so happy I forgot about that movie. We're going to watch it here in a bit. Oh, and i guess what we're 20 plus years now with uh house of a thousand corpses so at this point it becomes kind of vintage now it's like almost a vintage movie right i would give that a vintage movie like I the mean, blair witch it's around mm. the same era right about four years apart what was 1999 it? 2003 yeah, wow. yeah. is that so crazy to think i about? don't know how to comprehend it I, to I be honest because when i think when i think 2003 I don't know if you're who's ever listened to this. Does anyone else fucking agree with me? Like you two? I yeah. Mean, Dusty's eyes are gone. So he's not, <laughs> you might be back in 2003. Um, I do got to share something though, but, but I'll get there in a second. But anyone else that's listened to this, does anyone else just feel like 2003, 2004, 2005 was like two years ago? Yes. By chance. Uh, it oh also feels like a blur too, because I feel like a, that was what high school for us. I don't know, man. This is hell. <laughs> I do remember, though. I do remember. I'm so fucking high. <laughs> no, I, I do remember after a, a House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, the horror films got really intense after that. Like, all of a sudden, we got The Devil's Rejects. We got uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. We got. Uh, I like the remakes. We, well, yeah, the, we got, we, the Hills Have Eyes come after? It was after, mm-hmm. but we got high tension. So we, we started uh, to get. I think they called it like the French extreme horror movement. Cause it started in, I think in France with like a movie called martyrs or something like that, or I just know high tension, but in high tension, but there was like, there was a, 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 a phase of movies where it was like ultra violence and super gruesome and very serious tone. 
And I feel like that kind of happened after a House of a Thousand Corpses because House of a Thousand Corpses it wasn't very serious in tone, obviously. But then, like the 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 shift happened, you know, kind of yeah. like we're in the shift right now, where like now movies are starting to do a lot of like elevated horror, hereditary. Type, like Hereditary, Get Out. You know, uh, there's another movie called The Lodge that had that kind of vibe too. I think I showed you a scene of that, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Was but, I scared? Uh, you know, but you're like, I want this. I if we make a movie, I want it to have this vibe. I remember sending you like a clip of it, and you were like really into Boy. it. Yeah, hmm. but yeah, um, that does feel like a long. T- it doesn't. No, no, it feels like a long time ago to me. Actually, feels it, like a long time. Uh, but I'm not high right now, so so a couple things because we're we're uh, we're gonna take this offline here in a little bit, right? We got mm-hmm. the six six. We're gonna go after our six 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 club for Discord members only. That's blackcraftcult.com. Search 666 Club, buy membership, $6.66 a month. Just your discount code alone that you get for being a club member pays for your $6.66, basically. Great deal. <laughs> Great deal. And plus, you get a bunch more shit. Blackcraftcult.com, bunch of shit going on. We got smokeblackcraft.com. Oh. We got so much shit cooking this week, man. <laughs> we got so much shit cooking oh, this week. I'm scared. Um, couple things because so after hours we're gonna go there was there was a bunch of 666 club member questions we'll save that yeah there's we'll, there was a couple in there let's save that for after hours yeah we'll go 666 yeah. club and we'll, we'll do some gift card giveaways so uh black we'll give some black craft gift card giveaways but i gotta share with you guys something crazy that happened to me mm-hmm. it's another dream we're like tonight or last night i mean uh, it happened last night okay so uh it does or uh jake you know we grew up with a guy named will yeah. Right? He's like one of our best friends growing up. You know, he's out here working on stuff with us. So his uh his grandma just passed away a couple couple uh a couple days ago. Oh, so no. yeah, it was it was it I was didn't know this. Yeah, it was definitely sad because I, I knew her very well. She's a great she's yeah. a great human. So I'm very fortunate to uh, meet her in life. And she played a big role in Will's life, right? So very meaningful to Will. So with Will and I growing up, we were like brothers, best friends. And then before us, it was my mom and his mom were best friends. Mm-hmm. That's that's the far as extent that I know that you know the family history line goes right. It's just that my mom and his mom were best friends. Me and Will growing up were best friends, right? <clears throat> so last night, I you know I've been going through I've been going through a lot of a lot of shit mentally this past week. So when I go through those things, when when I have hard mental weeks like that, my I, I my sleep rhythm's really off like really bad and, and right now i'm fasting i'm not drinking obviously i'm eating pretty damn clean i'm working out i'm going to sauna i'm like doing a lot of shit to what you know really overcompensate when i know my mind's going fucking it's when it's a long week right yeah so three so late like lately three four four thirty in the morning is usually kind of been waking up like and i and i'm late, lately been starting my day around four thirty five a.m just because like I'm just like, fuck it. I'll get up and just, let's just go. So 3 a.m. fucking goes off. And I wake up from this dream, right? And it was the fucking weirdest dream. Like, Will was in the dream and, and Will's like, hey, man. He's like, we were in fucking, it was so random. We were in Travis Barker's fucking studio, right? <laughs> we are in Travis Barker's studio in this dream. And Will's like, dude, come here, come here, come here. And I'm like, what? And we're like, we're in the studio with Travis. And he's got all these bands. He's got all these dudes in there, like, doing shit. And then all of a sudden, they all disappear. It's, it was just weird shit. Anyway, so Will's like, come on, come on, come on. We gotta, go, we gotta go in this other room. So we, like, go through the studio. We go in this other random room. He shuts the door. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, where the fuck are we? <laughs> and he's like, he, like, won't answer me. He's just like, surprise, bro. And I'm like, surprise what? Now, 
I just got to stop myself for a second. Last, I think it was last episode I shared or episode before about my, uh, one of my other best friends, mom dying. Yeah. She visited me in a dream and then, you know, she visited me in a dream. Then she went and visited him in a dream and we, and we told each other the same story. It was freaky. So in this dream right now, you know, I go through the studio. Will takes me in this room. And he's like, surprise. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, oh, weird in the room. Like, it's just weird. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Surprise <laughs> what? Motherfucker, what? <laughs> and he's like, bro, check your phone. And I'm like, what? And it was a FaceTime. And I was like, what the fuck? And, but, but the FaceTime was like active. And I was uh-huh. like, hello? And I'm like looking at the camera. And as I'm looking at the camera, it looked like uh, someone had like a GoPro camera or like 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 some kind of camera in the corner of this room that yeah. I was looking into and I could see like my grandma and like another older woman that looked like Will's grandma, like kind of how like grown up, like wake up. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and, but, but in the dream they were playing cards <laughs> and they were like, come on, Bobby, come play cards. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm way too high for this. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm too high for this shit right now. You know? So I wake up, I tell Will and Will's like, bro, that's fucking crazy, whatever. So he texts his mom the story, and she's like, that's the weirdest fucking thing. She's like, why that's the weirdest thing is Bobby's grandma and your grandma, Will, were best friends growing up, and they were in a card club, and all they did was play cards. And she goes, what's even fucking freakier about it? I, Will just told me all this. She goes, that is so fucking weird because when, his, when Bobby's grandma died, she came to me in my dreams and said, can you take care of Bobby? Please look after him for me. Wow. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's pretty nuts. That is crazy. You know what? This is the rem- fuck is that? You're making, you're reminding me of something between. Bro, you want to talk about it? Right now? Is, it, is this bonus content right now? No, we're, no, st- we're still it. rolling. We're you still sure rolling. we get? Uh, so, no, you know, you know, know what I'm rolling. talking keep about, rolling. right? Yeah, I, I Ready? My uncle. Th- this is, this is heavy actually because, okay. Little bit. Uh, hey, this is fucking some crazy. A shit. little, a bit, a little bit of disclosure. I don't dream. I no, you, rarely dream. You don't dream. I'm always in your dreams. You yeah. tell me. I don't, yeah, I don't I, know if you dream <laughs> or not. But, but real quick, but real quick. If you're listening to this and you know someone who could like talk to me about energy shit and dream shit, reach out to. Me. Oh, I just deleted my Instagram. Fuck. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> shit. I'm so over all that shit. Uh, in the Discord, DM me in the Discord. I'm yeah. still in the Discord, but sorry, Jake. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. it, because this is another fucking dream that involves me. This shit's crazy, man. This is crazy, and too, it was like the one time where it was Bobby that had the dream. It, it was it was kind of nuts. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but um, it was when we were in our early twenties. Uh, what I spent the night at your place, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was sleeping on the couch, and I woke up that morning. And you didn't tell me anything right. yet about the news that you received. And when I woke up, uh, you know, I had this crazy dream and I rarely dream. I'm not a big dreamer. And when I do dream, it's very like I can very foggy memory of it. Once I wake up, it's really hard to remember when, when I did dream. And that particular morning I woke up and I told Bobby, I was like, I had the craziest dream. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it because it's so weird. And he's like, well, what was it? I was like, well, like, I, I dreamt that I was in a hospital and I was staring at this man in a hospital bed and I described him to Bobby, apparently to a T of what this man looked like. And Bobby just like looks at me and he's like, dude, like my mom just told me 
that my uncle passed away what the last night or the night before correct it was it was that night as that you night. were dreaming yeah as you were dreaming i woke up and my mom was fl- freaking out because my uncle died mm-hmm. and you described me the glasses like you didn't it, tell me it, yet i didn't tell no i didn't tell you at all but i was kind of freaking out and the next words out of the next thing i heard was jake saying dude i had this really weird dream and that's when i was like like it's crazy bro because my intuition was like and i never dream i this motherfucker never knows. i was like this dream motherfucker knows i was like what was it and then boom you told me i did tell you it, it freaked shit, me out man. when you told me what happened after i told you my dream because i don't usually view myself as someone who is tapped into that wavelength at yeah. least on a dream like in a dream perspective but that was one time the one and probably only time where I experienced something which I would what we would call astral pro, what's it called like astral production or something like that right, where yeah. I projected myself into a, a a real life scenario like I was there That's in so spirit crazy. and I was watching it oh, and no. I never met Bobby's uncle no no ever no. never don't know what he looks like never met him. I think up until that, I didn't even know your mom, I think, had a brother at that point. Well, well it wasn't my mom's brother. It was my great uncle. Yeah, so so yeah, it was, it was even right. my great uncle. So you, yeah. he was, you know, he's older. So you never, yeah, yeah I, I would have never met him. So it, 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 it I'm not going to lie, it freaked me out a little bit because I didn't know I was someone who was capable of yeah. being tapped in like that. But yeah, ever since then, I don't think I've had a dream that, like it wasn't even a short sh- foreshadowing because I'm pretty sure it took place at that very moment. Yeah, I feel like Loki, you were in the room while like he was I was in the room while he was dying. It, it felt real. Dude. My dreams don't feel real. They're not like they're either all over the place. I'm going from one scene to the next scene without a, a legitimate transition. People are in and out, and then I'm I forget it the moment I wake up. And this one, I was remembering so strongly, detail to detail. Bro, did I did I tell you guys? And and and, and the reason I'm gonna go down this path next, and then we're gonna get out of here because we're heading over to the 66 Club yeah. hang. But I want to end on this, just as we're as we're talking through this. You know how you were you were at my house the night that he died. Mm-hmm. You had that dream, and then it's almost like you know you went to that dream. You were you 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 were there while it was happening. I, I was like, there. You, you went, like you in the dream went to the hospital where he was dying at. Right? Yeah, which is fucking insane to me, but. What's insane to me, you know, going into 2023 here, I'm really on this like energy shit. Like I've always been on the energy shit, but I'm on like some next level energy shit. Like I, I hired this energy, energy healer uh, lady that I was telling you about. And, um, I know we talked about her a little bit on the show and, and some things have happened to me, but she said, I really live outside my body a lot because like, like she drew this crazy graph of me and I was outside my body. And she showed how like I need to be inside my body, but until I do the proper work and do all the shit, I will always be living outside my body because living inside my body is pure hell. Because all of them, like I, I, I was like, I'm like the, I'm like the bloodline or whatever that's supposed to like break all this shit. Like I'm mm-hmm. supposed to break like the financial wealth stuff, which we've been doing, the health shit, all this stuff. Like I'm like put here to break this shit, but it's weird because she's like, all your fucking past like relatives. Like they all cling to you. Like they like all their energy like goes to your knees or to your back or to your fucking stomach or or whatever, right? So I did this crazy session and I felt fuck I I I know I already talked about this a little bit, but it was the only session I've done so far and it was just so impactful that after that session was done, I felt 
like my legs were connected to the ground. Like I actually felt like I was rooted into the ground kind of vibe, you know? And it's funny because she's like, how do you feel at the end of the session? And I go, God, I feel seriously like fucking 30 pounds lighter, 40 pounds lighter. And literally feel, grounded. And I feel literally grounded. Like when I, every, even that day when I was walking or driving or anything, I felt like fucking connected. It was fucking bizarre dudes. But she goes, okay, we, we cleared your past relatives. It, bro, she's telling me shit. We cleared your past relatives. You know, we, I commanded them out of here. I know it sounds crazy to shit. Like until you really tap I into need this. to speak to this woman. Well, so yeah, no, for sure. So that night, I don't know. I don't know if I shared this or not, but it just reminds me of you going to see my uncle because some way, somehow I feel like he was trying to communicate to me through you. Right. Yeah. Some fucking witch lady fucking writes on my Instagram. And I can't remember if I shared the story with you guys or not that night, that fucking night that that energy lady cleared all my relatives, this witch lady comments on my photo, a photo of me and Jordan chilling. It's a big reason why I delete my Instagram too. I'm just like, vi- like there's been Vibed some, you out. bro, there's been some weird shit going on lately with me on Instagram. Like people acting like they're me, like in person to like, like friends of mine back home. It's like really weird shit. It's vibing me out anyway. Really? It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it happened here in Newport too. Like there's some weird shit going on. Like people just are vibing me out and like I get paranoid. So I don't, I'm just like, I fuck all this. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, this is weird shit. But anyway, this witch lady comments on my Instagram photo of me and Jordan in the same day. I can't stress that. I can't fucking stress that like like this energy healer chick in New Zealand cleared my energy and said it's all your dead relatives clinging on to you. The same fucking day that a woman said that? No, this witch lady commented on a photo of me and my daughter and said, "Hey, you need to DM me. You have your th- your throat chakra is blocked. Like your, your, your throat's all blocked up and you're pay. You need, you need to be making sure you're paying attention to numbers because your, your past, your dead relatives have been trying to communicate with you because they're not with you, bro. Like, like real shit. That was a big reason why I deleted my Instagram. I was so fucking vibe. I, I deactivated because I was just so fucking yeah. vibed out. And then what's even crazier about it, I go to these infrared sauna places. I go to the infrared sauna place like a couple days after that. In uh, When you're sitting in the infrared sauna, they have a TV on the outside yeah. that you can watch. The, you, you, know, yeah, you know where I've we go. Yeah. Uh, Purse sauna. I love that place. I fucking sit down and I go to put the YouTube on. And you know how the search bar comes up and you can see all the history? Yeah. First fucking thing it says, clear your throat chakra. I'm like... <laughs> Yo, what is what am I tapped into right now? Yeah. And I'm and I'm tapped into something weird, dude, because I'm saying fuck a lot of things right now. Like fuck a lot of things right now. I'm doing me and like I'm I'm all I'm like it's weird because I feel like I told my energy lady, I feel like I lost myself like in these past like five, six years, whatever, and I'm trying to refine myself. And it's like I feel it right now. It's weird. It's fucking weird. I'm tapped back into some shit again. What is that? I feel like when you stated that, that you felt more grounded, um, you've become more attentive to things that were probably may have been there the whole time. Yeah. 
Um, normally, to me, from what my experience was when you know I talked to somebody about four or five years ago over similar things like this about you know energy and stuff like that, uh, the moment I started showcasing a, 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 some source of clarity uh, and a groundingness and where I'm feeling more present, and you know that moment when. You take a deep breath and then all of a sudden you're fully aware that you're in this room. Mm. You're like, yeah, yeah, whoa. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it other than that what I just said. Um, I think when that part happens, you become, your attention is directed towards those things that you gravitate towards. So like that person who commented on your Instagram, um, I don't know if she sensed something per- particularly, but something in the universe said that you probably need to see this comment and you need to react to it. And let, you let, did react to let, it. Let, let's stop right here. Let's let's pick let's let's take the whole convo over to six six six. Okay. Yeah. Was that it, making sense though? It's making a lot of sense, but let, let's take it over to six 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 cool. Let's pick it up there. Okay. Let, let, let's pick it up over there. So there we are. Episode seven. Seven. House of a Thousand Corpses from 2003. Hey, wait. Directed by Rob Zombie. We, uh, we didn't say what we're doing next. Fright Night. Oh, did we even choose the next we one? We have. I, I don't. We I chose this it. one. You know what? You know what? Just surprise them. Surprise. We're going to sneak attack. Next one's going to be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. We'll surprise. at least try to um, say it a couple days before we drop it. Yeah. And then yeah. We'll, so we'll, that people we'll can say, watch it. Yeah. We'll say it in the Discord. So that's another thing. Join Discord if you want to figure out what movie we're doing next. I like that. I think it's a great idea. All right. All right we're going to see you in the bonus content then. We'll, we'll see yep. you in the after hours. After, after hours. hours. Hey, I'll see you in a little bit. Goodbye. Maybe. I'm still rolling. Click it already. I already took my headphones off. Oh, you want to click it, baby? I'm so fucking. Baby girl. Hi.